The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. I play Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian. My name is Sam. I play Fjordan Frankentrees, and I am a Hill Dwarf Druid. My name is Jerry. I play Peter McMoist, a Drow Bard. The last we heard, there was an unfortunate improv to end to Scooter Buddy. Our adventurers made it back to town after finding the Armstrong Seeds, and an introduction to Flas and the effects of drugs appeared in the new world. I think that the cursed mind I overheard while down, um, visiting uh, Holden Tall style at the... I'm trying to even think what we named that place, the watering hole. When we were down there, I overheard that uh, Ecoli Springerstone was looking for a task, need adventurers, but man, I really don't trust Ecoli a whole lot. Oh, you think, are you saying we shouldn't take that job or I, just I, be careful? I don't, I'll just say be careful. I mean, if you, if you remember, if you look down at his picture down there, he will, uh, he will take his straw drink your milkshake. He will drink your milkshake, which is seeing this task of a milkshake. The Blinger Stone logo is a milkshake. They're hoping to bring us to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is the well, picture well a Sunday? Because he'll drink your milkshake. He takes his straw. Did you, did you, not, look at, all up. Did you not look at the picture of Ecolias Blingerstone? Not, no, I didn't. Is it him? Let me throw that up in your fucking face. Daniel Plainview. I'm Daniel Plainview. This is my son and my partner, H.W. Plainview. I'm an oil man. Yep, okay. He looks a lot taller than a hill dwarf. Just saying. And while I shouldn't... Yep, again. While well, we should not not take the job, but uh, let's just be wary. Well, fellas, what do you guys think? We can go get the... Go get some cash money. Yes. Get rid of these uh, seeds... Go to a cursed mine or go see about a frog or two. Yeah, we should uh, get rid of these seeds. I'm not touching them though. You're not gonna touch them. We got too close. Me, me, and them. We, we've, we've talked enough. I don't really want to. Nah, you can get rid of them. It's cool. Does it take everybody to take these to Duga? I mean, you guys can do them. You can have one person bring all three seeds. Uh, You could each bring one. You could, uh, however you want to do this. Hey, can we just hire a courier to take them out there? Sure. I, I mean, mean, you do not, live in yeah, his basement. Yeah, not live in his basement or anything. So. Oh. Why does it say... Oh, I see. It says take several days. I thought we had to go somewhere, but we just have to quick finish this up, so... Yeah, I mean, literally, I've just been trying to tell you guys that <laughs> you have everything you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go upstairs, I guess, <laughs> and exchange these for money. I don't know how many more hints I can give you about just turning the fucking quest. <laughs> well, let's do that later. <laughs> Yeah, let's go to the cursed mine first. So I gotta say, that was one of the pieces of feedback, and maybe the person who gave me that feedback is listening, we'll see. But one person that was listening to our podcast was like, yeah, like, I don't know, man, like, you guys are really funny and everything, but I just couldn't listen to everybody fuck with you so much. (laughs) 
half the time. I don't even think we're trying to. We just try to remember what we ever said, and then it just comes off as that. Yeah. But uh, uh, they make like well, because I've been doing all this studying. But maybe we should make like flashcards that we have to study. Like, did you use flashcards? Oh yeah, I did. I don't remember like. I, I forgot it all already, but like uh, a lot of the stuff you have to remember, like ports, like uh, the, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, like what every service on a computer has a numerical port and it's like random. So like if you go to a secure website, the actual numerical port you connect to on the server is specific. It's 444. Um, if you, if you're connecting to a mail server, there's a specific port, it's 25. There's, and on every computer, there's 65,000 ports. We move ports. on. Yep. <laughs> you don't even have to spend the part for that. Point for that. <laughs> the point is, is that you have to remember like completely random shit that you can't like mentally like. There's just too much. Make mental ties to because it's all fucking random information. So flashcards are useful for memorizing things for a short period of There'd time. There'd only be one flashcard sixty nine. There gone. is a part sixty nine. Yeah, I, that was one of the flashcards. Let's make a whole deck of flashcards that say 69. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to ace this test. 69 to Singapore, all aboard. Anyway, let's leave all that in because it's super interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving that in now. Everyone has to suffer as we have suffered. Uh, what else do you guys want to know? <laughs> Nothing. I want to know what um, Duga says about us bringing this spice that we head upstairs and do. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna grab this bag. I'm like ew 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 ew. So you guys, uh, so who's all gonna go? Is this just gonna be? Oh. So are you guys all gonna go uh, upstairs for uh, for this, or is it just gonna be Fjorten? No, I'm following him up. I'm not. What time is it? It'll be 10:30 a.m. We just had breakfast. It was delicious. Third of Durgen Schmergen. <laughs> <laughs> Our own fantasy clock system. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with you guys. Time is measured in Durgenschmergens. <laughs> it'll be it'll be one third of Durgenschmergen. One third of Durgenschmergen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it'd be like quarter to Durgenschmergen. Nope, it's a third to Durgenschmergen. Is that in? Uh... Has it been four Schmergs already? <laughs> <laughs> is that in a uh, twelve-hour Durgenschmergen format or twenty-four? Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> Everything's prime numbers. Yeah. <laughs> 17 hour weird third we're in one third of Dergen Schmergen mm -hmm. before we hit the Schmergen the, the mid Schmergen the mid Schmergen it's mid Schmergen yep <laughs> time for a lunch <laughs> ah mid Schmergen my favorite meal of the day I'm kind of liking Schmergens <laughs> yeah. both time and distance are Schmergens <laughs> <laughs> it's a super confusing world but, but the numbers don't relate at all like distance schmergens are in powers of 11 and uh man that's fast he was going at least 30 schmergens per schmergen <laughs> <laughs> schmergens per schmergen yeah I, I can get about uh 48 sps on this here wagon <laughs> You take the fucking cap off the catalytic converter, too, man. You get another four or five out of that. You'll get there in about four-fifths of a schmergen. Oh, man. Okay, so... <laughs> so it's early schmergen, and you guys are... Um, you guys go upstairs to talk to Duga, and uh, you, you present to him... Uh, how, do you, how do you present to these? So he's up at the bar. Let's say you walk upstairs, and there's Duga, and he's up at the bar, and he's like polishing uh, the fucking taps or something and like you can tell he's been doing it for like four shmergans. Stuart's probably back at work, right? Yeah, yeah. Stuart, Stuart usually comes in in the afternoon so he's probably not here yet. Okay. You mean in the in the after shmergan? In the after shmergans. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I don't suppose anyone else has really talked to these plants before so I'm going to be really weird about it. I'm just going to have my hand extended the whole time make a disgusting face. I'm like, here's that here's that spice you wanted. Uh, just, yep, here it is. And he's he like he's a little confused at first, and then he's like, "Uh, you, uh, really, really? I don't want to talk about it." What? And he reaches over and he grabs the bag. You, I'm I'm assuming, like not even half a schmergen, let it go. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, half a day of schmergen later. Yeah, schmergens are both the like the long and short mm -hmm. unit of time, so it's like seconds and minutes. So yep. like, and days. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you uh, you hand these off to him. He opens up this sack and he's like, "Oh my god! Oh oh my god! 
Oh, these are really, these are really fresh. They look really, they look really good. Oh my God. Will and you stop saying fresh? Thanks. He, uh, so he's gonna, he's like, hang, hang on. He goes into the back kitchen area um, and he goes, I, I haven't actually like, drawn a floor plan or anything, but I've always kind of imagined that he's got the house above the bar uh, or the apartment above the bar. So he goes up there and he comes back a few minutes later and he's he's still holding these things, the Armstrong seeds in the bag in one hand and just staring at them. And he um, tosses the bag of gold onto the counter and it kind of like opens up and spills out a little bit in a dramatic gesture. And he's like, yeah, yeah, they're the money. Yeah, go. Uh, God, this is, oh, wow. And without even really looking at you guys, walks back into the kitchen and um, and without really so much as a, a word of goodbye goes back into the kitchen and like starts taking these seeds and, and I don't even fucking know what you would do it does cook things mm -hmm. to them he chef prepares them in a way that most chefs would be like wow look at that chef preparing them what does he make out of them uh, right now he's just preparing the seeds so it's gonna take him some time so he's gotta do some work to them but we'll find out eventually uh, well, if you recall, um, he talked about this as one of the secret ingredients to his uh, to his brisket, Ooh. which is what the sneaky brisket is named after. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. You guys are helping Duga reclaim his fame as some of the most famous brisket, at least on this block. Yes. Well, we're happy to help. All right. So that leaves Frogtastic. And, well, first of all, we got 100 gold. Uh, what do you guys want to do with that? Throw it in the fireplace. Yeah. Who needs money? It just corrupts. All right, so you guys just leave the money on the bar and... Uh... It's, it's community gold now. And uh, let's go buy some stuff. 100, you can't buy up anything with 100 gold. We could, we could buy you a new dog. It was a jackal. Jackal. Well, we'll just... Kill it again. <laughs> if you have anything to say about it. <laughs> uh, we could get horses. We could get... With a hundred gold. You say that's so affronted. With a hundred gold? What sort of peasant horses would we get? Some swayback golden egg. We could get drugs. Well, we already have Jimmy Carl the Dick with us. I mean, will he even like other horses? Was that your horse? I was trying to actually remember where Jimmy Carl the Dick came into play. I wouldn't. I don't think I would name him Jimmy Carl the Dick. He's that's literally his name, Jimmy Carl the Dick. Oh, a horse who is a jerk. That's yeah. right under the NPCs. I figured that would have been. Uh, that would have been. Um, I don't recall this horse. This is a black horse that is chasing a man, and that man looks scared. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Carl. What show was I watching the other day? Where Aquatine? No. I think the guy's name was Frank Jim. <laughs> it's a pretty great name. It's an odd name. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. It does the opposite of roll. It's like a, your tongue is rolling backwards trying to say it. Tell you what, Frank Jim. <laughs> well, so spice is completed. We got cursed mine and frogtastic. Yeah, I'd say we'd hold on to this because uh, we do have to pay rent at some point and uh, you know, kind of keep our keep our monies about us and. Maybe we go talk to Ecolias about this cursed mind. Sometimes I forget the shit that you guys have created for for this and the stores and whatnot. So I was just like, I was trying to remember what fucking what what are the places you could spend money at, and I had totally forgotten about the pointed peen, <laughs> 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 which is an armor and weapons shop. <laughs> It's a good name. I, <laughs> I, I think we should go browse. Sometimes there's stuff for sale. Um, the, so the pointed peen is available to you under the locations. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go through real quick some of the locations in town because we haven't really been in town for quite a few adventuring days. Uh, by the way, I did fast forward in time just a little bit oh, uh, to say it is. <laughs> it's a lot of smirgens, man. Schmergen blurgens. Uh, it is Ard's Day, the first of Ento, so we are now in the midsummer month. It is day 27, or in other words, 27 days in-game since we started this campaign. The places that you have available to you to spend a little, uh, a little fliff would be... What did we do here? So we talked about the Pointed Peen, 
which is an armor shop. It is, in fact, the blacksmith shop owned by Ferris Thurmond. Uh, so you would, in fact, recognize, Jeff, some of the goods made there as made by your own hand. There is... Uh, really, the only other place that we've established so far is the Dirty Rune. Uh, the Dirty Rune is the magic shop owned and operated by Alatar. Oh, yeah, we got to go there anyway and get uh, our latest refill of crazy magic stuff. That you could do as well. That's a great idea. What about the Thrifty Terra Guardian? You yes. could also go clothing shopping at the Thrifty Terra Guardian. Could get McNutty up in there. I'd definitely go to Alistar's first. Or, uh, the Dirty Alatar's. Alatar? Yeah, I want I want to get some. With my toxic man, with my toxins. Let's go to the dirty poon. No. 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 That's not no. <laughs> no. Let's go to the dirty rune. All right, you guys go to the dirty rune and so you can I'm just going to pop this up on your screen. Ooh. So, you guys will all see that there are reasonably priced magic items in the store. Anything from a variety of potions of healing, a dust of disappearance, uh, potions of speed, scrolls of tree stride, a vicious longbow, all kinds of fun shit. You do, however, specifically go in and the first thing you're going to do is strike up a conversation with Alatar about what kind of junky potion they've got. Look at the sleeves on that wizard. I'm going to have, let's see here now, what do I, how many of these do I have? One. What is that fucking, oh, that's the neighbor's squeaky toy again. Do we have enough money for the Rod of Lordly Might? No. Let me ask again. <laughs> Do we have enough money for the Rod of Lordly Might? It's 28,000 gold. How much do we have? Let's see. With the 100 that we just made? 100. <laughs> <laughs> so why are we at the fucking magic shop? Because we need to get our, our uh, toxins that are owed to us. I mean, not, I mean our backyard potions or... He gives us crazy sludge. I yeah. mean, I will also suggest that there are other items in the shop other than the most expensive thing in the shop. You can buy... I don't see them. That's... What the... F what are you looking at? Uh, look, scroll to the top. There's a potion of healing. Potion, uh... The anal beads of force. Scroll of vicious mockery. All I see is the rod of lordly might. What does that do? Why are you so fixated on that rod? Do you see how that just glossed over? Yeah. Anal beads? Anal beads of force. Well, that sounds unpleasant. Anyway, there are a variety of items you guys can peruse over. If you decide you'd like something, you can ask and inquire with the shopkeep. Uh, however, what do I got here? That rod is pretty amazing. Too bad it won't be there next time we go. How do we know if it's amazing? Nobody has asked about it. I'm, I googled about it. <laughs> shopkeep, will you tell me about the rod of lordly might? I'd love to. Please do. Uh, this rod has a flanged head, and it functions as a magic mace that grants a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it. It has properties associated with six different buttons that are set in a row along the haft. It has three other properties as well, detailed shortly. Six buttons. You can press one of the rod's six buttons as a bonus action, the, bu the button's effect lasts until you push a different button or until you push the same button again. If you push button one, the rod becomes a flame tongue as a fiery blade sprouts from the end opposite the rod's flanged head. If you press button two, the rod's flanged head folds down and two crescent-shaped blades spring out, transforming the rod into a magic battle axe that grants a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls. If you press button three, the rod's flanged head folds down, a spear point springs from the rod's tip, and the rod's handle lengthens into a six-foot half, transforming the rod into a magic spear that grants a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls. If you press button four, whew, that's a lot of buttons, the rod transforms into a climbing pole up to 50 feet long, as you specify. Uh, in surfaces as hard as granite, a spike at the bottom, and three hooks at the top anchor the pole. Horizontal bars three inches long fold out from the sides one foot apart, forming a ladder. The pole can bear up to 4,000 pounds. More weight or lack of solid anchoring causes the rod to revert to its normal form. If you press button five, the rod transform into it, transforms into a handheld battering ram. So many buttons. And grants its user a plus 10 bonus to strength checks made to break through doors, barricades, and other barriers. 
And lastly, if you press button 6, the rod assumes or remains in its normal form and indicates magnetic north. The rod also gives you knowledge of your approximate depth beneath the ground or height above it. The three other effects it has, drain life. When you hit a creature with a melee attack using the rod, you can force the target to make a DC 17 constitution saving throw. Blah, blah, blah. Paralyze. When you hit a creature with a melee attack using the rod, you can force the target to make a DC 17 strength saving throw. Blah, blah, blah. And terrify. While holding the rod, you can use an action to forge each creature you can see within 30 feet of you to make a DC 17 wisdom saving throw. And of course, they'll get frightened and all that stuff. Do you have any idea how much I would pay to have a rod that I could poke people with and they would just be paralyzed for like a minute? Like, I don't want to permanently do it to anybody because that'd be really cruel. But like, you know, say, for example, you're at the grocery store and the person in front of you is writing a check or you can see that they're about to and you're just like, nope. <laughs> I'm going ahead of you. I think this person wants me to go ahead of them and or needs medical no. attention. A better example is when you're at the gas station, somebody buys lottery tickets and then they start to scratch them off right then and there. Speaking of lottery tickets, last week I was in the bar. And I bought one, and I happened to win 28,000 gold. <laughs> <laughs> Plot points not redeemable for cash value. <laughs> I thought that was going off on a real story for a second there. No. Well played. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta do some more adventuring to give you a chance to use that damn plot point. All right, so let's actually do one quick thing here while you guys maybe take a look around. Uh, Jeff, because you are the one holding the plot point, we're going to confer upon you the other special advantage of rolling a 1d6. Three. With a three. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, well, that's interesting. I never actually named this one. Uh, so there was a submission, I believe, from one of our listeners of the potion that you get this week. And I'm going to, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to let you guys name this one. Or maybe one of you came up with it. Who knows? I am really bad at keeping notes, apparently. Anyway, the effect of this potion is make a ranged attack. On a hit, the target loses concentration and is unable to maintain concentration for one round due to an overwhelming paranoia that someone is lurking and waiting to get them. I bet you that was Emily. That sounds like maybe Emily came up with that one. Thanks, Emily, if that was you. Or maybe it was Steve. Waiting to get them. Hmm. Uh, Hard to do magics when you think somebody's coming to get you. Mm-hmm. So that's a potion we have now? That is a potion you have now, and I'll need a name so that I can put it in your inventory. Boogeyman potion. The potion. All right, so you think somebody's lurking, and you can't concentrate on your magics. Lurking like a boogeyman? Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. What song is that from? Was it Lithium? Well, the easy one is Potion of Paranoia. Everybody loves alliteration, except for me. <laughs> potion of Pants Pooping Paranoia. Territorial Pissings. That was Territorial Pissings. The Potion of Territorial Pissings. Can I just call it the Potion of Pissings to stick with the alliteration? Sure. Potions of Tea Pissing. Old Tea Pissing. Of TP. Of Tea Pissings. I don't tweet a lot, but like one of my last tweets was about how oh, I ran out of really good toilet paper. Yeah. So I found, well, I found uh, a secret stash in the basement. Because I went, we ran out of toilet paper upstairs, and I went downstairs, and I'm like, well, what the fuck is this toilet paper? It was the good stuff that I thought we ran out of. Here you were using industrial, like mm -hmm. a sucker? Yep. Here I was using, like, the fucking two-ply shit, and this ten-ply <laughs> stuff is down there. Ten-ply? <laughs> You're fucking ten-ply, bud. <laughs> It feels like 10 ply. It feels like wiping your ass with a blanket. It's so you good. You just have to wipe your hairy ass. Ladies have to wipe their tender privates. That doesn't mean I don't deserve it. Yes, it does. <laughs> Why? Why aren't I good enough to deserve 10 ply? Your calloused asshole can deal. <laughs> did, you even, did you even know? <laughs> Sorry, what are you doing to your asshole that calluses? <laughs> like, I know some people that do some stuff to their butthole, and I'm pretty sure they still don't have calluses. Like, are you, like, holding a shovel with it? Digging ditches? What would you have to do to get a calloused asshole? You're wiping too much. <laughs> Hallstyle has one chugging so much towel over all the time. Now, yeah, that's a guy that's that's earned an anal, anal fucking callus. Yeah. Ooh. 
Holding tall style, whenever he oh. shows a drink, he's always whipping towels with Zanus. Anyway, I highly recommend good quality toilet paper. Well, who doesn't? I don't know. It's just a revelation. I've never had toilet paper this good. Oh, it's like better toilet paper even than you had upstairs? Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, like, I thought you meant like you were, had normal toilet paper. Then you ran out, so you had like gas station or work kind of toilet no, paper. No, we, well, so what happened? We had our kind of normal toilet paper, which is better than work toilet paper. And then, you know, the whole toilet paper famine came along. Yeah. And so the only stuff that was like left for a while was like, was like the really good stuff, but it was expensive. And so we had that for a while. And then I thought we ran out. So then we had to like downgrade to normal house toilet paper. <laughs> and my butthole noticed. <laughs> and hey, what's then, going on here? <laughs> Mr. Brain, uh, Mr. Brain, we've, com- we've received a complaint from Mr. Butthole. And then find out that we had more of it all along, but it was just being hidden from me. Oh, was it intentionally hidden? Like it was stored away under, like behind the mirror that's not put up yet? Or? It was hidden behind some food and stuff downstairs. It looked pretty intentionally hidden to me. They were saving it for the other bathroom, if you ask me. Are you a prepper? No, but like if you have a Costco membership, you're almost like like a an implicit prepper because everything you buy from costco is in fucking bulk so there is there is something to say about having a a stash of food somewhere though just in cases i mean like i've got a couple of cans of beans and shit like if worse comes to worse but like i don't have i don't have enough pallets of food to hide 10 ply toilet paper behind so now i'm, I'm i have a good supply of blankets to wipe my ass with for a while and then i'll on, yeah. go back to being sad Makes me think of uh, sad buttholes. Makes me think of the the Merovingian from. Uh, it's like wiping your ass with silk. Yep. Like wiping your ass with silk. They're making more of those. Good. Maybe they'll do a better job next time. Hello again, everyone. It is me, Sam, taking over the mid-roll this week. I bet you noticed some ridiculous rants going on for this episode, but that's kind of what happens when you get together after quarantine, after a few months of being tucked away and away from all social thoughts, and, and you know, you just keep talking, and you don't know where you're going to go with it, and, you know, it just happens. Anyway... Thank you for joining with us this week, as you do every week. And thank you especially to those who's left a review on iTunes, who's donated to us on Patreon, and, you know, just chatted up with us on Twitter and Facebook. We always really appreciate the feedback and just the fun that we're having. So let's all grab our flashcards and get back to the show. Do uh, potion of potion of pissing. Potion of pissings. You're so paranoid you're gonna piss yourself. Are you a dog? I'm scratching my ass in a weird way. Right yes, now. you are. You <laughs> were just pushing the chair into your butthole. Calloused asshole. Yeah, there you go. All right, it's explained now. Why do you think I have a calloused asshole? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's sensitive. Did you, Did you guys want to buy anything? From the fucking potion shop. I'm walking out. I don't see anything that sounds appealing to the druid. Okay. Alistair, you're too fucking expensive, man. What's the scroll of Vicious Mockery? Vicious Mockery is a delightful little spell. Uh, Vicious Mockery allows you to make a mocking comment, and uh, it does 1d4 damage, if I remember correctly, and it also imposes disadvantage on the recipient's next attack if they fail their saving throw. It is, in fact, the primary tool of the bard. Uh, so when you use the Scroll of Vicious Mockery, that's your, your action? Yep. You make fun of somebody so bad, it causes psychic damage. Wow. I like hammer damage better. I'll pass. Well, now that you kind of asked about those, I kind of peek up a little bit. Uh, how much uh, How much are those? I think you're looking at the list, and I already closed it. It's ten each. Screw it. Do you guys mind if I buy uh, three, three uh, scrolls of these things? I thought you knew that already. Aren't you a bard? I don't know. No, I am a bard, but I don't know if I have Vicious Mockery. Is you that a, don't? Is that a spell? That's like a de facto spell for bards. 
Well, now you talk. Have we come this far and you don't even know <laughs> what your fucking basic cantrips are? Let me look at your fucking sheet. I have... Well, I have... Oh, no, you didn't take it. Okay, you didn't take it. Yeah. I have the, um... I have, uh, you know... I have, uh, the vicious laugh one. I'm sorry, you have Victor's attractive laughter. That's right, attractive, attractive laughter. laughter. Victor's not, attractive not laughter. vicious mockery. Alright, so you want to buy some, uh, some scrolls of vicious mockery? Well, hold on, not if I can just learn the spell, I guess. I mean, you can't learn it right now. Well, I can go to sleep. Just learn, learn how to pinpoint all the worst details of people while sleeping. I mean, normally as a DM, I will say that I do not require my players to come up with the vicious mockery to actually have the insult at the ready. However, we are an entertainment podcast making upwards of tens of dollars per month on Patreon. I think our fans deserve a fucking actual insult if you're going to use those scrolls. And you need a, a string of insults so bad. I mean, I, I'm only going to ask you to do one at a time, but you're going to have to come up with something. All right. All right. You make the rules. We have to follow them. All right, so I'm not going to buy those scrolls. Uh, turns out I heard that I can just learn this spell. So um, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, all right, gentlemen, you got yourselves a new potion. I'll do the actual specific rules on the potion of pissings and its paranoid effects later. But for the time being, there you are. You've had your fun with Alatar's shop. You decided not to learn, uh, or rather not to buy Vicious Mockery scrolls because you think you can learn it on your own. Good for you, being a modern independent person that's not reliant on other people. What would you like to do now? Do any of us have a ranged attack? Like that we can use that potion on? Oh, sorry. You, uh, the potion itself is the ranged attack. Oh, You're okay. throwing the potion at someone. Very good. I mean, having a ranged attack is a nice thing to have on its own, but you don't require a different thing. Actually, that's a good point. Let me... Hold on. I'm just wondering if I should get, like, a crossbow or something like that, if I'm good at it. You would want to look at your proficiencies to see if you would be good at it. I don't have those programmed. Whose fault is that? Can't be mine. Come on, it's already Magic Morgan. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, how are you guys going to pass the rest of your Schmergen? I think we should go get something to eat. Fly of Werewolf. So you think you want to go... Want to go fishing? You can just dive in and try to catch one. No, I actually want to go on an adventure. I want to go to the abandoned mine. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Great idea. That's two so votes does, for actually adventuring tonight. So does um, does Ecolias have a uh, main shop in town? I would imagine that Ecolias has probably a storefront in this town. Uh, this would be the town Ecolias lives in. So yeah, he'd have at least some presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured so. Maybe, maybe even a mining operation. You know how they have like a storefront. I mean, not like a storefront, but maybe even like a the company store. The company store, <laughs> like outside of the mine or something like that. And I owe my soul to the company store. Uh huh. Cause I, yeah, I can't see him being. Maybe, maybe he's pro prim and proper, but I can kind of see him more out in the field. You know, he's the kind of guy that pulled himself up from his bootstraps, but he recognizes. That you've got to have some business presence. So, okay. Blingerstone Mineral and Metal, the mining company of Ecolias Blingerstone, does have a shop front right here in town. I'd say that's where uh, that's where we should head. Me and you start walking over there, and I picture Jerry like tagging along, like hiking up his pants. Wait up, guys! Looking at his book, learning his spells, trying to fucking learn the new spell. Okay. You, How do I make fun of people proper? You are, a, you're, your mom, your mother, your mother's ugly. Your mother, okay, all right. Next your step. Your mom, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> For, what do you think, guys? Did that work? Chapter one, mom jokes. Chapter two, personality traits. <laughs> you're so ugly, like a fart. You do level one damage. This will be fun. I'll have to. I get to prepare a bunch of insults writing jokes is hard that's hard stuff hats off in the uh stand-up comics out there all right i got a question yeah uh so i can it says i'm um proficient in simple weapons 
and well, that includes simple ranged weapons as well. If you're looking on the chart, you can see it's broken into the top category is simple weapons, second category is martial weapons, final category is ranged weapons. All right, so there's simple ranged weapons, and one of those is a light crossbow. Then, yes, you can use a light crossbow, you just can't use a regular crossbow. Light crossbow of insults. All right. I want to go out and buy a light crossbow. Let's go over to the pain. It's just, it's like, it's very mild insults. Your socks don't match today. (laughs) I don't care for the part of your hair. (laughs) You have a unibrow. You mistake the color blue for purple. (laughs) Oh, that's a little close to home. I can say that. It's okay. (laughs) You didn't do as well as you could have in school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one cuts deep. (laughs) You did apply yourself in life. I've heard that before. You didn't match your potential. Okay, I think we're all just revealing a lot about ourselves. That is comedy. You gotta go deep. Yep. Yeah. You gotta dig deep into your fears and mm-hmm. personal disappointments. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at uh, look at Jim Carrey right now, man. Like, self-loathing is the core of comedy. Some are saying his role in Sonic the Hedgehog may be his greatest performance as Dr. Robotnik. He's in Sonic the Hedgehog? It's pretty good. That movie is... Uh... Okay. I've actually been meaning to watch it because, like, oh, it's out. There's yeah. been a million <laughs> memes about him as that character, and they look pretty fucking funny. All right. So, what's better? Probably the best video game movie. No way. Better than the original Mario Brothers movie? Better than Major- that movie is actually pretty good. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's one of the worst movies ever made. With John Leguizamo? Yeah, it was Objectively one of the worst movies in history. Oh, my God. No, Dennis that- Hopper as Bowser for yes. some reason. Uh huh. For some I mean, that reason, makes sense. the perfect reason. That movie was pretty good. I went to see that with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who would have made a great Bowser? I will stand by this until the day I die. John Goodman. He yeah. would have made a phenomenal fucking Bowser. Even back in the 80s. But still, Super Mario Brothers movie is good. No, it's not. Why? It's objectively bad. You don't get to say You're that. You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it, was, it wasn't that bad, was it, for its time? Let's move on. Let's for, move on. I can tell this is going to turn into a fist fight. But yeah. I think Mortal Kombat was probably the best video. Mortal Kombat. Best video game to movie. Have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog? Mortal Kombat, more like. Uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil's okay. Or Silent Hill. The movie was not I have so not bad. seen Silent Hill. Hey, you guys remember D&D? We should make a movie out of that. We're at the peen. They made, didn't they make one a couple of years ago? They've tried so many times. Yeah. Maybe they'll make a movie out of our D&D. That'd be amazing. Tell me what you want to buy at the pointed peen. I believe it was a hand crossbow. No, it was a light. A light Which crossbow. Which one's better? What, a hand or a light? I, you know, I'm like good at a hand crossbow, but it takes a, like a hand crossbow. You, it takes, it's got a loading attribute, which means it takes time to load or something, which seems pretty stupid. Okay. Actually, so does a light crossbow. All crossbows. Is there one of those for sale at the peen? Let's take a look at the pointed peen inventory. I was trying to make that sing songy and it was just too many syllables. If we open up the pointed peens inventory, we will find they have. Laven. They do not have one of those. In fact, they don't have any of the crossbows. I don't know why I did that. No ranged weapons at all. Oh, it's because it's like a blacksmith shop. Oh. Those aren't typically blacksmith items. We'd need another store that had more. Other weapons, I guess? I don't know why. what logic I used to invent this inventory. Maybe they have one at the Thrifty Terror Guardian. A used one. Maybe. Whatever. I don't care. You're going to stash that away in your coat of many colors, peasant? Probably stinks. Let's just say uh, that you can request a... You can request... Which one do you want? The hand crossbow? Light crossbow. Light crossbow. You can request one of Ferris Thurmond, and he will make you one. Okay, sounds good. Can you do that for me, Ferris? He will, and you need to complete one adventure to get it. Okay, well, never mind then. (laughs) 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 All right, guys, let's go to the mine. All right, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. You go to the in-town, in-terragard offices of the Blingerstone Mineral and Metal Store. There you find Ecolias Blingerstone standing for a dwarf, tall and proud and somewhat dickish. 
with his large bushy beard and huge pipe billowing smoke smoke that smells funky i'm sure i feel like ecolias would smoke something like really really harsh to be around yep like the perique blend something really smoky and just spicy shitty fuck you up anyway so he's smoking his pipe and he sees you uh he sees you come in fjorton because uh, i think you've you're the one with sort of a connection to him and and he says fjorton my boy i see you've come in to visit what can i do for you uh, i was down at the watering hole and i had you need a task adventurers uh we're here for that task oh yes you're here to talk about the mine Yes, I've been having some troubles with one of my mines. Several of our workers have gone missing inside of the mine. It's, it's a very terrible thing. It's very terrible for their f- their families, I'm sure. I'm sure they have families. And I'd like you to find out what's stopping production at my mine. Which mine are we talking about? It's a, it's a little mine north of town. It's a copper mine. It's Kawadun Cavern. Uh, it's uh, very rich, very rich in copper, and occasionally produces an emerald or two very profitable mine that I cannot have sit and of course the, the families uh, that's also uh, important I'd, li- I'd like someone to go find out why these miners are disappearing what's in it for us Ecolias well of course I would pay you handsomely for the sum depending on what you're able to find as long as you can restore production I would I would reward you to the tune of let's say twenty eight thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> 40 gold. Ooh. A lot of roughneck tough miners. Not stopping them. We just got 100 for picking up the groceries. <laughs> well, then you should stick with grocery delivery. Maybe we will. Good day, sir. You bring me back proof that it was something more dangerous than a hole. I will provide you with more gold-appropriate compensation for the project. As it is, I'm asking you... T- to go into a hole and tell me why there are miners not coming out. If you could demonstrate more value to me, I will pay you more. Fair enough. I don't know, it's kind of hard to spit 40 both ways. I'd ask for 60. Businessman to businessman. I'd rather get more on the back end. Uh, Keep in mind if he screws us, I fully intend that we're going to be the only game in town. Uh, And he will have no adventurers to turn to. Because mm. I'm going to kill all of them. <laughs> it's like whis- try to whisper down to me, but realize he's on the same level as me. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, let's do this. How about you make me a uh, make me a persuasion check? Rolling dice because it's D and D. You want to smoke some drugs first? <laughs> um, that'd be thirteen. A thirteen. Yeah, you know what? He's in a bind. He's in a bit of a position, and you're perceiving that perceptively. Uh, he agrees to 60 gold for investigating his mine. Um, and I think the terms are understood that if you find something a little more dangerous down there, there might be additional compensation. Although you can tell he is less inclined to do that now that you've bartered him up up front. But he agrees to the 60. He gives you a set of detailed directions to get to the Cowenden Mine, or sorry, Cowenden, Cowenden Cavern, north of town. Why'd you make your own mind so hard to pronounce? I don't fucking know. I really, <laughs> I didn't, I wrote it down and it wasn't hard to type. I didn't just assume that it was hard to say. <laughs> it's easy to type, man. Uh, anyway. The Cowenden Mine. It's named after the previous owners. Anywho, y'all make your way north of town. It's not a terribly far journey. You make it there and uh, approximately, uh, it's just a couple schmergens down the road. It only takes you a few schmergens to get there. And, uh... You arrive outside of the mine. When you approach the entrance to the mine, you see it's a, it's a rather boring-looking mine. Um, the kind of place that could lead you down to... Uh, oh, shit. Fuck, I was, I was hoping I'd think of it by the time I got to the end of the sentence. What's the, what's the fucking thing in uh, Skyrim? You always end up there. Blackreach. I was going to make a joke about how it looks like the kind of place you'd end up in Blackreach at the end of, but never mind. The joke is lost. You know, it's fun the first time. You find a relatively boring-looking mine exit. Uh, there's a handful of small buildings there, the sort of camp buildings for this mine and um, what have you. Uh, you find no people around. You find no outward signs of danger here in the early Schmergen. 
And uh, there you are. What would you like to do? Schmergen's wasting. Are there hammers like or timbers I can hit with my hammer? Mm, not outside of the mine, but there might be some in. Are you thinking like support timbers or yeah. just straight up trees? I feel like if we collapse the mine, there's no problem anymore. I think it would be a problem with uh, Ecoli seeing how he wants this mine still. Oh. The problem is we're trying to free the mine so his workers can go back in. There's emeralds and such in here, which I particularly would be uh, interested in if we find some. If we cave it in, then he can redig it out, and there's no more threats in there anymore. I don't know. Doesn't doesn't seem like that's probably how the DM wants us to go. <laughs> probably not. All right. I think let's, we should go inside. Let's go in the mine. I think that's where the adventure is. <laughs> <laughs> adventure? Oh, I'm low on adventure. Yeah, I'm going to tell you up front. You don't even have to roll for that. He, he would not have been happy if you just collapsed his mine. The DM oil Ecolias. Ecolias. Oh, okay. I mean, I would laugh because then you'd come back and he wouldn't give you any money. But <laughs> pay, pay me 60 gold. Uh-huh. You've destroyed my mine, you insignificant shit stain. <laughs> I flip him a coin. So you enter the mine and the initial shaft, couple, uh, you know, like, let's just, let's just say it's like 45 schmergens, uh, and you come to an intersection. You see the left side slopes down a little more dramatically, the right side slopes down just not as dramatically. Otherwise, the two tunnels are virtually identical. Which way would you like to go? What do you think, druggie? Let's go to the right. Always go to the right. Okay. You take a right. I'm going to have you roll me a d20. All of it? Uh, just him. Just the druggie. <laughs> three. A three. Yeah, you know, you keep on going down this uh, little tunnel here. You traverse these tunnels... Slowly descending. It's probably like another six or seven schmergens uh, that you uh, you go down. It's been like probably ten schmergens by now um, mm. since you guys entered this mine. And you come to, this time, a three-way fork. A trionary fork, in fact. Uh, you see that, uh, again, the left one seems to slope down the most. The center one actually seems to go upward just a bit. And the right one goes down but only slightly. Any thoughts? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at my compadres and actually no, I think I'm gonna do it. I've got some pretty good perception and so I'm actually gonna cast guidance on myself to increase that. Oh snap. All right, what do you wanna, what do you wanna perceive? What you looking for? Um, I think I'm gonna try to perceive the freshness of the ground on which is the, the newest, um, newest tracks going in. The newest tracks or newest mine shaft? Let's do. Like, are sorry? I, sh I should ask you: Are you looking for the one most recently traveled in? Most recently traveled. Okay, in. thank you. I'm sorry. I I confused the issue there. Uh, why don't you roll me a d20? I'll do a d20, and then with my guidance, I can add a d4 and add that to one ability check, and that will be that one. Fucking do it, man. Do it right. Do it so good. Seventeen. 17. You can tell the track that descends the most is the most recently traveled. I would say, hmm, we should go down further. Seems like the most recently traveled. Right on. Cool. Down, down, down into the mines. You traverse your way further and you come to yet another fork. This fork, much like the other ones, uh, is, is a little more dramatic, but one of them, the left one, slopes significantly down, and the right one slopes significantly up. Are we getting... Is the, the tunnels getting any smaller, or is it kind of the same? They are getting a little bit smaller. You're getting further away from the entrance. They haven't been dug out quite as well. You can tell these are somewhat of a natural formation, slightly, uh, that have been hollowed out additionally. Wait, which way did we go last... Uh... We went, uh, I believe straight, correct? Just down straight of the three forks? I don't know. Which way did you go? Yeah, we went straight last time. It just felt going straight down here. It's felt natural. Yep, and so I think we should turn to, to Jeff here. Jeff, which way is your body telling us? Right. Okay. 
I'm going to have you make me a d20 roll. If anything bad's happening, it's Jeff's fault. 13. A 13. You start making your way down this hallway, uh, or this cavern, rather. You notice that this cavern seems to be slightly more smooth, slightly more regular. It is fairly narrow, maybe only about 10 feet across. And as you're humping your way down this hallway, ahead of you, you hear this slurping noise. And then you hear a slurp again. How's the light down here? It's way underground. There is, in fact, none. I assumed, because you're competent adventurers, that anybody who doesn't have dark vision lit a torch. I have excellent night vision. Mm -hmm. But do we want some light? Because I can make light. One of your party needs light. Make my hammer light. Okay, I can do that. I assume there were torches on the walls. No, sir. No one uh, has come out of this mine in quite some time, so no one's going in to light torches. I will cast... This isn't Minecraft. They don't last forever. I will cast light on Jeff's hammer. You touch his tip, and it lights up with light. It's like thunder hit the tip of my penis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's now a lit hammer... Or has been. I'm just going to retcon to say that you guys have been walking around with this lit hammer. Deep down in this dank, dark tunnel with a bunch of slurping going on in front of you, you suddenly hear another slurp. This slurp is different, not just in the tone and consistency of the slurp, but most surprisingly, because it is coming from behind you. Oh no. A rear slurp. Nothing I hate worse than getting slurped from the rear between oh uh what um i'm gonna go ahead and lose my guidance <laughs> yeah guidance lost <laughs> and quickly and swiftly cast pass without a trace on us okay you cast pass without trace upon yourselves i don't believe there's a saving throw or anything uh fancy for that you just pass without trace right good for you what's gonna happen as this happens, the slurps from opposite ends continue. They continue. They slurp, and they slurp. And eventually, you don't need perception rolls to tell. There are two slurps on opposite ends. And unfortunately, I'm breaking with our recent tradition. I just named these things. You see, on opposite sides of this tunnel that you are now enclosed and encased in, two things slurping at you. Oh, Jesus. They, in fact, encompass the entire space from wall to wall. They are two gigantic gelatinous cubes, and they are advancing towards each other right now because they can't see you. Well, they can never really see. Uh, but you're currently passed without trace, and these gelatinous cubes are slurping at you. So, um, do we know a history of gelatinous cubes between the three of us? I can have a nature roll and I'm going to let it happen from just one of you. I am, by the way, also going to make you all roll lay initiative because they's advancing upon you now. Mm -hmm. There's no escaping. Un momento. Who's going to make me that nature roll? I will do that. Did you want the initiative first? Uh, let's start with the nature roll, and then we'll do the initiative. Oh, natural 20. Natty 20. Okay, so you know that these are gelatinous cubes. The main thing that you know about gelatinous cubes is that they are made of um, a gross and acidic substance. It is the goal of a gelatinous cube to smack you around with its little pseudopods as much as it can to stun or otherwise knock you unconscious. And its goal from there is to engulf you. In fact, here you are sitting in this hallway looking down at the gelatinous cubes on opposite sides, who, by the way, are named Jonesy and Riley. Jonesy and Riley, you can see within them, have each at least one skeleton amongst other doodads, equipment, and mining accoutrement. And uh, that reaffirms your knowledge of gelatinous cubes that they want to get you up in them and dissolve you for food and sustenance. I would tell my compadres just this, being the tunnel guy, dwarven guy that I am, that 
These things will engulf us. They will eat us. This is not a good thing. We're in between them. How do we get the F out of this? Sure. Are those guys okay? Which ones? The ones in the cubes. Um, I don't know, man. Um, no. No, I'm going to go with no. Right. No, they're not okay, man. So there you be. Give me those initiative rolls. Let's uh, let's make that We're happen. We're looking like two city slams right in the middle of them. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Sweet two sweet city city slams. Big city slams. Big city slams. Twenty two. Twenty two for Peter. Wow. 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 Seven. Seven for Fjorten. And five. <laughs> nice roll. <laughs> What did you roll? Like a two? A four. You only have plus one to your initiative? <laughs> that sucks for us. <laughs> In the turn order, we have Peter at the top with 22, Jonesy with an eight, Fjorten with a seven, Jeff with a five, and Jonesy with a six. Let us start off with Peter, who is in the middle of the group in this hallway. What would you like to do with the very, very first turn of round one? Is Riley in the turn order? There's two Jonesies. Oh, I'm a piece of shit. Hang on. Yeah, but is Riley in the order? One moment. I was adding the round calculator here. Here we are back in the turn order. Let me reiterate that it is Peter, Jonesy, Fjorten, Jeff, and Riley. I fucked that up the first time, so now I've corrected it. It is round one. Peter, what would you like to do in round Juan of combat? Did you forget how to combat? It's been a while. I'm just wondering if uh, Jeff wants to use that plot point at all. Now would be a good time. There are no more cubes. <laughs> <laughs> you are now being approached by gelatinous spheres. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's even worse. They're more mobile. <laughs> they just roll. They're rolling at you. Now they're faster. Now, I cannot eliminate entirely the combatants, but if you think of something else. Can you be more clever, please? It's not my turn. All right. Uh, you said that these cubes have various mining things in them. They do. I'm going to cast... Uh, I mean, there's nothing... Right? There's, there's no other avenues. There's no uh, secret vents. There's mm-hmm. no... Uh, all right. It's a long, dark shaft. You're right in the middle of it. All right. Well, looks like we're going to get the shaft. I'm going to cast uh, Heat Metal on Jonesy. I assume there's probably some... Mining picks or some shit like that inside of them? Indeed there is. You find mining picks are in there and you can heat those metals. That's what I'm going to do then. Fucking. I wish that was, that feels like a game show chant. Heat those metals! Can he even drop things? Uh, there would be, I, I could like put them out. <laughs> ow. <laughs> it forms a mouth long enough to say ow. <laughs> After forming a butthole, I guess. That was one of my favorite things I saw on the internet the other day. Somebody had, like, handmade a sign that they put in a window that said, Is your asshole ever jealous of the shit that comes out of your mouth? I was pretty impressed with that one. Let me write that down for the vicious mockery. Yeah, that right there is a solid vicious mockery. Give me one second to find. Do, 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 do. I'm pooping pooping it. it. Yeah. I really love that everything we do turns into poop. Uh, and I'm sorry, you heated up Jonesy, you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jonesy has, for their constitution save, kablam. Wow, they have a plus five to constitution. I just want you to be aware of that plus five. So when I tell you that they got a six, you can know that they rolled a one. So they're going to take deep, deep pain up in their plums, heat metal plums, and take eight damage. Taking eight damage to their jelly plums. Eight damage happens, and it's done. I don't think that really did a whole lot of damage. It was a good first time. Are, are we uh, now visible? Uh, I think at this point you are, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, they're literally just like food has been scented. They're coming towards the center. So they don't have to see you. They're just, oh, Lottie, they coming. Okay. They don't even have eyes anyway. I mean, there's some eyes in there. Oh, really? They're just I mean, like, not anymore. They're probably digested and skeletons.
Campaign 2, Episode 31, 30 Schmurgens per Schmurgen, was released on July 19th, 2020. Stay tuned next week for more... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! We can make, we should just beatbox the new theme song. That's actually not a bad idea.